Hello, this is Jessica Brown from the DEI Perspective, and I am with Ms. Stella Daniels, who serves as the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services County Director of St. Clair County and Sadillac. Stella understands the importance of fostering change through the use of a DEI lens and has brought a wealth of DEI knowledge to the local office's Equitable Practices Accountability Team, which is the EPAT. Stella was instrumental in creating a diversity, equity, and inclusion plan for Michigan Department of Health and Human Services' largest business service center, which encompasses Wayne, Oakland, Macomb, and Jackson counties. As the local MDHHS director, Stella is committed to bringing awareness of disparity in child welfare through the community collaboration, education, and solution-focused strategies to aid in the reduction of disproportionality among marginalized populations. Stella further serves to ensure that all children and families receive preventable services that foster unification and aid in self-sufficiency. Stella serves to be a catalyst to drive internal and external change and seeks the community's help to increase awareness of the need for foster care homes and relative placement for marginalized populations within St. Clair County. Stella, Stella lives by the motto that diversity, equity, and inclusion are a matter of the heart. And when we serve one another from the heart, the barriers that once separated us are removed. Although Stella does not reside in the local community, her commitment to serving the citizens of our state is not confined by geographical boundaries. Stella serves to be an asset to the St. Clair County community. Stella, it is an honor and privilege to have you with me today. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. We are talking about a very important topic um, that we have had many conversations within my own DEI office about the foster care system. And um, this is going to be a wonderful opportunity to have this conversation with you, but we're going to just dive right in. If you can share with us um, your, your expertise, your title, and what you do for MDHHS. Sure. Um, my title is County Director, and uh, I'm a Public Health and Human Services Administrator. Uh, my role is to oversee uh, programs within the department uh, to ensure equitable practices, uh, that children are safe while in our care. Uh, we also, um, I also oversee the economic stability side where we uh, distribute services through food assistance, daycare, uh, Medicaid, and things of that nature. That is awesome. So can you tell me what is actually the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and what, do the, what services do you offer? Sure. Uh, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is a principal department within the state of Michigan. It is comprised of several administrations. The goal of our department is to ensure health, safety, and well-being of Michigan citizens. What do we do and the services that we provide? Uh, the department, we provide a, a, an array of services administered through specific administrations. Again, we offer public assistance, such as cash assistance, uh, food assistance, daycare, medical, state emergency relief. Uh, we also offer um, help to uh, the adult population, the vulnerable population uh, in our adult uh, services uh, area. We also provide services to children and families uh, through our Child Welfare Administration. And uh, we have the oversight there to ensure the safety and well-being of children. 
And that is so important. Um, you, you said a mouthful here about all that you offer, which is really a wonderful service. But can you go in depth of how you protect human rights? Sure, of course. Um, how we protect human rights, specifically myself, um, I, I protect human rights by helping to ensure that services are rendered equitably to our mm -hmm. families and our children. Uh, as an administrator of both child welfare and economic uh, stability, uh, my role is to ensure that the citizens of the state of Michigan receive the services that they need to become self-sufficient, mm -hmm. uh, also to ensure that our families um, are reunified in those situations when children do have to be removed from the homes. And so for me, uh, I seek to foster change through equitable practices, as previously mentioned. Uh, my goal is to mitigate uh, disparity. I know that I will not be able to do that alone. I know that it is an intergenerational uh, cause, and I certainly work with my staff to uh, view things through a DEI lens mm -hmm. um, because uh, as a champion for, champion for DEI, uh, valuing diversity, ensuring equitable practices, and creating space for inclusion helps to both promote and protect human rights. So that's how we seek to achieve that. That's awesome. And I know in Michigan it's said that there's about 10,000 children in foster care homes uh, today. Can you tell us about the foster care program? What are some ways that children end up removed from their homes? Absolutely. Um, yes, that, that number is, is is correct. Um, as of last week, on average, there's about 9,600 mm. okay. children in foster care. Um, statewide, there's about 4,500, a little over 4,500 children. Um, and how we work to uh, some of the ways that children end up uh, removed from their homes, it could be due directly to abuse or neglect, mm. uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse. Uh, and what we have, our role and our responsibility is uh, once a, once a uh, referral is made to our centralized intake unit, uh, then centralized intake out of Lansing, uh, they dis distribute that to the local area, wherever whatever county that child mm -hmm. resides in. Uh, at that time, that case is turned over to an investigator. The investigator goes out, um, interviews the child, interviews the parent. Uh, if the case is substantiated, then we work with law enforcement, we work with our courts, uh, there's times when we have to petition uh, the court to remove a uh, child from the home. That's the only way that we can remove a child from the home mm -hmm. is through the courts. Do you know how many youths right now in Sacred County are currently in foster care? Yes, currently we have about 185 youth that are in foster oh. care. We have uh, 80 foster care homes. Of those 80 foster care homes, I believe that we have about 20 foster care homes in the city of Port Huron. Um, and we also have some uh, foster care homes in our surrounding areas. And uh, Ms. Daniels, how does the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services help protect the rights of the children that end up in our foster care systems? We help to protect rights of children by having oversight. Uh, every child that is in our care, a worker is assigned to that child and to that family. Uh, the worker works with the family to provide services uh, to uh, aid that family in becoming self-sufficient, uh, to remove whatever barriers that may have resulted in the abuse or the ne neglect. Um, and also, we, we make sure that while a child is in our care, if there are additional allegations of abuse or neglect, we have a special unit 
which is called our uh, maltreatment and care unit. That's a special investigation. And, um, and then they go out to the home, and, and again, that same process is followed. Uh, but our goal and our objective is to ensure that there's no secondary trauma that our children experience while in our care. And we seek to do that to the best of our ability. And that is so important. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I know sometimes, and I remember, uh, you know, in my life's lifetime that, you know, you heard about the Michigan Department of Services and then there, there were stereotypes of, uh-oh, you know, you're not going to get what you need or you're, you're feeding off the system or, you know, you're abusing the system. All those things that until right now, how you dive into all of the wonderful resources to help our children, help our families um, overcome whatever challenges that they face by helping protect our children is so essential and that it's such a wonderful asset to the community. How can the community help our fellow citizens or neighbors that might be in need of these services? Well, I I think first and foremost, it's about um, becoming educated about our department. Um, and understanding that um, our department, we are here to partner with the community uh, to provide preventative services. Uh, we are not here to police the community. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a stigma that uh, has often been associate, associated with our department, and we are certainly seeking to uh, rebrand ourselves uh, and partner with the community. One of the things that, um, that I would like to Uh, see specifically in the St. Clair County community is um, just more awareness of how our reporting sources impact uh, disparity uh, in our marginalized communities. Um, For example, in in, uh, St. Clair County, we know that St. Clair County, based on our census report, uh, about maybe 90% uh, Caucasian, um, but there's probably about 15% of children of color and those children of color, 15% are in our care, but only make up less than 5% of the overall population. So we know there's disparity there. Uh, the other thing is just becoming educated about mm-hmm. becoming a foster parent yes. um, and opening opening our arms and our homes mm-hmm. to our to these children. Um, you know, we we. There's times when we have to remove children. That certainly is not our goal, and we want to mitigate that um, that thought process. Our goal is to keep families together through reunification and permanency planning. Uh, there are times when a child has to be removed because of safety reasons, mm-hmm. um, but we st- we're striving to always get that child into a permanent placement, and we can the community can help us with that. Yeah, and I think that's so important, like you mentioned, um, with fostering. Uh, with e- within fostering DEI comes change and unification in itself, Absolutely. understanding your community. And I remember dropping my son off this morning. He's at the Y and all the children. I'm like, oh, these are such adorable kids. I would probably be that lady like, oh, she's strange. She wants to hug all of my kids. <laughs> but it, you see little innocent children and you just want to take them in. Um, and like you mentioned, considering being a foster parent, I mean, that's so... Yes. That's so important and it's to be taken seriously because if children are removed out of the home because of, like you mentioned, safety reasons, then you want to maybe be a part. I've personally have thought many times to become a foster parent as well um, because if I have a loving family, you want that child to experience it. Absolutely. And truly, it takes a village. Absolutely. Miss um, Daniels, is there anything else that you would like to share You know, for our community or even if our students at the college, they listen today and we talk about how important the Department of Health and human services are, you know, anything else you would like to share in regards to the community or how we can give back? Sure. Um, first, I, I just like to share um, what 
the department uh, does overall mm -hmm. in the community. For example, uh, in St. Clair County, um, there's over 49,000 uh, recipients that receive services on the economic side of our department. That's cash assistance, food assistance, and things of that nature. Um, for example, we have distributed last year over $4 million in food assistance benefits. That money goes right back in, into the community. Uh, so um, there's, there's oftentimes a stigma associated with uh, residents that need benefits, yeah. but all of us at one point in time in our lives have found ourselves in a situation where we may need help. Yes. Um, and, and my messaging to the community is that just because you need help, that, that's a temporary situation and mm -hmm. it does not define you. Uh, so we are here to provide those services. I'd also like the community to know that we are a resource. Uh, there's um, several services that we're able to provide. Uh, there's counseling services when children do come into our care, parenting services. We also offer services through our providers uh, for substance use, uh, mental health. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things that we're seeing in our community, and we really want to be that gatekeeper to help our families to become self-sufficient and ensure that our children are kept safe. Wow, that is awesome. Um, you are truly a part of a magnificent um, thread that we need in our community services that will help families, as you mentioned. And it's so important with, within the DEI lens, we all talk about looking through someone else's eyes and knowing that if you were in that situation, you would want someone to help you too. And again, yes, having that mentoring, having that community support really will pick someone up and they will want what's better for themselves and their family and help them through that. If the community is not a contributor of that, where, where are they going to get the help? Absolutely. Um, so you are doing an excellent thing in the community. We appreciate all that you've contributed. It's not easy. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of days you just want to bury yourself in the pillow and it's a hard job. It is. It is a hard job, but um, to whom much is given, much is required. Yes. Uh, and I do believe that um, that I must be the, the change that I want to see, mm -hmm. uh, especially as an administrator, um, understanding the global perspective and, and the impact of our decisions and how that those decisions impact our families. Um, and, and DEI is, is often polarized and, and put into um, categories of, of either black or white, mm -hmm. and DEI is not white, black right. or white. Uh, and so for me, it's just a matter of, of not only um, educating myself, uh, educating um, my staff, working with my staff. Mm -hmm. I have a great team uh, here in St. Clair County. We do great work, and the goals and objectives could not be accomplished without them. Uh, but at the same time, we are seeking to expand our vision and to understand the importance of having a diverse work culture uh, that's built upon equity and inclusion. That's awesome. Well, Ms. Daniels, it's been an honor to have you here today. We hope to continue this conversation um, in, uh, in alignment with our DEI goals here at St. Clair County Community College, and we hope to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. It's been a great pleasure. And this has been the DEI Perspective.